to be on our MomCast today. Ooh, MomCast! I love that name. Is that our new name? I like it. I think we should keep it. That's right. That's right. We did talk about that. Thanks for reminding me. Okay, moms. Well, welcome to our MomCast called More Than a Mom. And this is designed for moms. And the name of it is really, really special to us, isn't it, Beth? Because we are more than just moms. Absolutely. Your motherhood does not define you. And we kind of feel like that once we have our children um, in a lot of different ways, don't we? Yeah, you know, you have kids and they kind of just take over your whole life. And what I've learned is that it's super important to find those things that make you unique outside of being a parent. Because really, that's who you are. And being that person is going to make you a better parent to your kids. Totally agree. And you'll be teaching your child to not lose themselves as they go through adulthood too. So it's kind of like a learning experience as well. Yeah. So the purpose of our our podcast is exactly that, to help moms understand that just being a mom is not their identity and also as a resource in all different types of topics that we need to deal with as moms. Because as you know, we are the nucleus of the family and we're dealing with a lot of stuff. For sure. I actually heard at a event seminar thing I went to last night that we as moms were the generals of our battalion which is our family and I really liked that because how many of us moms handle everything that goes on in our homes I think most of us (laughs) (laughs) right totally agree so please please moms out there like follow and comment on whatever platform it is that you are listening to this on please follow our podcast and give us a little bit of feedback because it really really helps us to know that we are on the right track and the content that we are providing is helpful to you we it is very very important to us that we provide something that you can basically you know listen to a quick 20 minute podcast and then implement those tips tricks and ideas that we share um, each and every each and every time you listen. So what is our topic for today, Beth? So in looking through our Mom Nation group and seeing what conversations people were having, I noticed a lot of people asking about how do you balance roles in the home when both spouses are working? That goes to things like how do you balance childcare or who stays home when a kid is sick? Um, who handles the chores or what chores do you divide, finances and bills, paying the bills, managing the money, and then how do you stay organized when there's so much chaos going on in one family? All super, super great topics um, and questions. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that we're not all the same. So having kind of this black and white list of, of who does what is not going to be applicable to everybody. Would you agree? Yeah, I definitely agree. It's not a one-size-fits-all. Every family is going to have to find what works best for their dynamic. Totally. So tell me a little bit about how you and Marshall handle the child care thing, because your family's a little bit different than mine. I've got one child, you've got three, and you've got a little, little on your hands. Yeah, so I have three girls, five years old, three years old, and one year old. 
And for us, my husband works a full-time job. He's often gone 12 hours a day at that job. And I run a business and I get to set my own hours, but that doesn't mean that I don't work. I still have to work 40 hours a week in my business to have it be profitable. So we had to sit down and just create a calendar of what does my work schedule look like? Who's going to take care of the kids when I'm working if I'm not able to be attentive to them at home? And then, of course, when my husband gets home, what kinds of things does he manage to help make sure that our household runs smoothly? So it really just came came down to a conversation. Right. So just getting kind of clear. And, And I think, you know, some people fall into that assumption trap that, oh, mom has a quote unquote, stay at home job. So mom's job isn't as important as maybe dad's is when he leaves the home, you know, he's gone working for another company for 12 hours, but that's not really the case. Yeah, definitely not in our, in our home. That's, that's not the case. Um, Just to give you a little bit of background, my husband and I have a goal to have my business be our sole income by 2023. And so that means that I have to be putting those hours in and that sometimes means he's going to have to pick up the slack, which might mean he's sacrificing a little bit of sleep right now, but we know that on the back end in four years that it's all going to pay off. Totally agree. So moral of the story, sit down, come up with a plan that you both are agreeable to, Mm -hmm. stick with it, but understand that sometimes the plan is not going to go according to plan. Yeah. So what happens then? Be flexible. And instead of getting irritated, I would just say, communicate, communicate, communicate. Because if you bottle up all those frustrations, then you're just going to explode at each other later. And then nobody's happy. But if you talk about like, hey, I thought you were going to do the dishes. Are you still able to? Or is that something that I need to do? Like, just be open about it. And it's easier said than done sometimes. But it really does help things be a little bit more calm and peaceful when you're just open about, hey, I need this right now, or hey, I can do this, can you do this? Totally, totally agree, because where we some we sometimes get in trouble when we assume we know what the other person's thinking. Yes. We probably all the time get in trouble when we do that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so... So questioning somebody when there is an agreed upon expectation that you're not perceiving as being followed, questioning somebody isn't a bad thing. It's actually a really good, healthy thing. I 100% agree with that, Katie. And that's not questioning them, you know, in a negative way. It's just questioning to gain more clarity on your end. Yes, clarifying questions. I think that clarity is a key there. And then understanding that sometimes we can make up expectations in our head that the other person might not be completely clear on or hasn't agreed to. So really important to communicate that stuff too. Yeah. So just to give some examples of what our dynamic looks like. um, Most of the time I do the cooking for a lunch and dinner. And my husband handles breakfast in the morning with the kids. He's the one that gets them up out of bed. He changes the baby's diaper in the morning. He gets them all settled with food. And then he leaves for work. And then during the day, um, our daytime is changing a little bit. Again, like be flexible and recognize that things will change. But 
I work on making sure that the house is maintained. And that doesn't mean that it's cleaned or pristine or anything like that. That just means like if a mess gets made because the kids spill water on the floor, that gets cleaned up. Or, hey, let's do a load of laundry while we have 20 minutes to throw it in the washer. Like, it's just, it's one of those things where you see a need and you fill a need. I don't know if anyone's seen that movie Robots, but see a need, fill a need. That is totally how we have to run our house. Makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure it helps with a family of five for things to go a little bit more smoothly. Absolutely. And teaching your kids young to help out with chores too, like that's not a bad thing. It's actually really healthy to have your kids learn a good work ethic while they're young. Totally agree with that. My son is five, just turned five uh, earlier this week, and he has, they're not difficult jobs by any means, but he has little chores that he does as well. Yeah, I think that helps a lot to make sure that, one, you're teaching them, but two, that they are understanding if they're cleaning, that they're cleaning up their own messes, they're taking care of the things that they want to take care of. Like, they played with toys today, pick up your toys. Or, hey, you have laundry all over your room. Let's make sure we put that in the dirty laundry basket. Makes a lot of sense. And so handling the childcare situation is kind of also similar to handling household duties. They go hand in hand a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I've talked to some moms that are somewhat upset at the end of the day because they've done the laundry, made all the meals, cleaned the house, and, you know, hubby got home, sat down on the couch, and walked by a full, you know, the trash can being full, overflowing, and and didn't take it out. Yeah. I feel like these moms get in a little bit of emotional trouble because they don't get that clarity. They don't question. They don't bring it up and say, well, hey, um, you know, I know you've been at work all day, but just want to let you know I've been working too. Would you do me a favor and just grab the trash so I don't have to deal with that? Yeah, I think asking for help is so important. And I would like to say that my husband can see all the needs in the house and fulfill them, but he can't read my mind. So if I need something done, like the trash being taken out or a diaper being changed or, hey, maybe I didn't get around to making dinner. Can you start it for me? Like start cooking the chicken or start cooking some vegetables or whatever it is. I have to be the one to vocalize that to him. I can't just expect that he'll see that it's not done and do it. He's been gone all day. Right. Yeah. And I think we can get into a trap also by saying, well, if they don't know, they mustn't love me. Oh, I was in that place about four years ago. It was dangerous. It is very dangerous because how true is that? It's not. It's not even a little bit true. No. So perhaps we have, and it's not perhaps, we definitely have. Our ways of viewing things, um, you know, our different filters and whatnot that we, you know, view things through because of the way we were raised or maybe, you know, the expectations our parents had of us and whatnot. And when you're bringing two families together, like husband and wife, those don't necessarily match up. So it's really important to have those conversations of clarity is what I like to call them. Yes, I like that. Conversations of clarity. We should like... Trademark it. I'm going to write a book. That's going to be the title. Um, But really, um, you know, it's it's so important 
on an emotional level and even on a physical level to do that because when we're emotionally stressed and we're running all this crap through our heads that could be you know squelched with a conversation we're becoming physically stressed and that's when stuff is not good that's when sickness and disease and all of that start coming into the picture yeah sickness disease anger resentment all of that stems from stress and we don't want to teach our children that so let's have our conversations of clarity with ourselves get our trash taken out <laughs> feel like they still love you even if they do walk by it and it's all full because nine times i, I, I want to say 99 percent of the time they're just not on the same page yeah and honestly, like, we're talking about this from a mom's perspective, but for a second, I want to just flip the switch. Like, how often do you think dads probably feel the same way? Like, how often right. does dad come home to chaos and not know what's going on, not know what to do to help, not know how to help with the kids because they're screaming and crying about who knows what? And sometimes as moms, our first reaction is to get upset and say, hey, like, can you jump in here? But really, like, they're just coming into a new situation or they don't know either. Like, they don't know. Like, how must that feel? And so sometimes it's helpful to just try to put yourself in, the, in your spouse's shoes and imagine, okay, if I were the one walking in right now, would I have noticed the trash can full? Would I have noticed that dinner hadn't been started? Right. We're expecting them or... or not me, but I, I think some people expect their spouse to be in their head and they're just not. Yeah. And I think sometimes we expect more of our spouse than we expect of ourselves. And that can be a dangerous trap too. Not that we shouldn't have expectations, just that we should vocalize those expectations and make sure that we're holding ourselves to that same level so that we're not like expecting one person to do all of it. Totally agree. Um, my my last small topic that I wanted to hit before we um, before we part ways here is something that you know my my husband and I we both own our own business and we have that one that one five year old but we use a lot of technology to to communicate um, you know and that's not just texting back and forth but to make sure that we're on the same page we know where the other one's at. Um, and we use a shared calendar and I feel like not enough people in this world use a shared calendar with their spouse and it makes a world of difference because he knows where I am, what appointments I'm in, how long I'm going to be. Um, and it just like makes our lives so much easier in terms of scheduling who's going to pick up the kid from school, who's going to feed him dinner, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. A shared calendar is very helpful. We don't have... We have a shared calendar. We're not as great at using it um, because neither one of us usually put our things in our phone. We are very old school with the handwritten calendars. Um, but just even just making sure that you are sharing your calendar, whether that is electronically or written is important. And on like to piggyback off of that, we also have a shared um, spreadsheet that has all of our financial goals on it. So it's gonna have all of the bills that we pay every month, when they're due, what amount is due every month. And then here's our goals of the things we want to work towards financially. And then we update it. Like either one of us can go in and update it and say, hey, we paid this bill or hey, we're this much closer to this goal. 
And that's been really useful for us. And anybody can do it because it's just a Google spreadsheet on Google Docs. Yeah, that's awesome. So both parties know exactly where the family's at at all times and you're both on the same page. Now that helps with the whole, you know how I am with the universe and energy and all of that. That makes a co-creative sort of cool situation there, especially in terms of your financial goals, if you're both focusing on it. Yeah. And I mean, you could, you could set up a page like that for anything, chores, childcare, finances, anything that you need to be on the same page on, you can share a Google spreadsheet or a Google doc with your spouse that has a table of here's these things that we have to take care of. Here's who's in charge of these things. Like here's how we're dividing the duties. Here's the due dates for lack of a better word for the various things. And, and that could be a good tool. Absolutely. I was just going to say, um, Matt and I actually use shared task lists. So we're iPhone users. I don't know if other phones have it. I assume so, but it's just our, you know, our free app that comes with the phone. It's just a reminder app. Mm -hmm. And we have one reminder, you know, how you can do like different lists. Yeah. So we have one list for household stuff. So if I'm walking around the house and I notice, oh, I don't know, the something is the bathroom faucet's leaking a little bit or something, like that would probably be a little bit more urgent <laughs> than throwing it on the list. But something needs to be done. Um, you know, the pool needs to be cleaned, whatever it is. Light bulb is out in the ceiling fan. Exactly. So I'll put that on our shared um, reminder, and he actually gets the list too. I also do that, uh, or Matt and I both do that rather, with uh, grocery lists. So if I notice like there's no coffee creamer, because that's about all I care about and I notice that a lot, um, then I'll put it on that shared list. And usually he's the one that goes and runs and does the groceries. He doesn't have to ask me, oh, hey, do you need anything? Or are we out of this, this, that? It's already all there for him. That is super smart. I normally do most of the grocery shopping, but I often end up calling my husband in the middle of the grocery store. Hey, what do we need? <laughs> right. That's definitely not the most effective way to do that. <laughs> right. So it's helpful just to kind of throw in a couple little organizing things, make things a little bit um, less chaotic for you. And hopefully that will give you some time to spend a little bit of quality time together at the end of the day. Yeah, and on the topic of quality time, that is something that we've also found we have to schedule into our calendars. Because oh. my husband works full-time and I run a full-time business and all the kids have activities, we have to schedule it in. So for us, all day Sunday and Thursday nights are our time together as a family with no distractions, the phones get put away, and we focus on just us. And, you know, those days might not work for everybody, but make sure that you are finding a time that works and that is dedicated just to the family. Absolutely. Super important. Well, that's all I had. Anything else you'd like to add? I don't think so. I think we ended on a really great note there. Awesome. I agree, Beth. Well, thank you again for spending a little bit of time with me. And moms, if you would like to send in an anonymous question or a topic that you would like for us to speak on, you can do so at momnationaz.com. Go to the More Than a Mom podcast section, and you will find our little Google um, 
I guess it's, what is it? So like a little Google form to fill out and it's totally anonymous. So if it's a really sensitive topic, we're not going to know who you are. We're not going to say who you are um, on the podcast by any means. And uh, we will share the information. Usually we'll pull on an expert in that field if, it, if we don't feel like we can do it justice. Yeah, I think that is really great. We can definitely pull in experts when needed because we definitely don't know everything. So we want to make sure we're helping these moms as best as we can. So please do, like Katie said, submit topics and questions that you have so that we know how to serve you the best. Awesome. All right, moms. Until next time. See ya. Bye-bye. Moms with aspiration. Moms are inspirations. Moms in circulation. Moms at their workstations. Bump, 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 bump. They make a nation. Bump, this is a mom nation.